You're listening to Paws, Claws, Wet Noses, the vet podcast celebrating all creatures, great and small, and the fantabulous professionals who look after them all. I'm your show host, Julie South. Welcome to episode 93 of Paws, Claws and Wet Noses. Today, we're going to look at six things you should consider before accepting the counter job offer because it's tempting to take the easy way out. And I'll explain what I mean by easy. And stay where you currently are and or to suddenly develop a case of amnesia and forget all the reasons you wanted to move on in the first place. Before you start looking for your next vet or vet nurse job, there are some things that you need to do first to avoid heartbreak and stress further down the track. Paws, Claws and Wet Noses is powered by Vet Staff, New Zealand's only 100% owned and operated recruitment agency dedicated to the veterinary sector. If you've never heard of vet staff, we believe that all veterinary professionals deserve to work in employer of choice vet clinics where they're respected, valued and excited about going to work on Monday mornings again. You can find out more at vetstaff.co.nz. The first thing you need to get clear on before we even get to the counter offer stage is why are you leaving? You need to be honest with yourself here. Make a list of everything you want in your dream job and what's lacking in your current job. Once you've done that, then look at that list and ask yourself, are these fair and reasonable expectations to put or to ask of your current clinic so that you stay? On your required changes, your list of required changes, note the deal breakers. What are, These are the things that must change for you to stay. Take this list seriously. Commit some time to it because you'll be revisiting this down the track if you follow these steps. If what needs to change for you to stay is fair and reasonable, then make a time with your manager, the practice manager, the head vet or the head nurse, the human resources manager, whoever it is, and give them the opportunity to consider implementing or bringing about these changes for you at this clinic, at your current clinic. That's if you want to stay. If nothing changes, then you've lost nothing. The status quo remains. You're back to where you were, which is thinking about finding your next job. If you're one of the vets or the nurses who's called me over the last three or so years asking, this is a standard question, what should I be earning? You'll know one of my replying questions to you is, are you happy where you are? Do you want to stay? Because if you are and if you do, trying to reach a win-win outcome is always the best place to start from. 
Because one will get you 10 in today's current vet and vet nurse employment market, you'll be made a counter offer when you resign. Unless you're resigning for a reason that's outside your boss's control, perhaps your significant other has been offered a new role in another part of the country, or you need to relocate to look after an elderly parent, or you've always dreamed of locoming and you want to give that a go, or you're going overseas. Factors brought about by your personal circumstances and nothing your current employer can change. But, and I know I've said I use but really, this is a but statement, but if you're going to another neighbouring clinic, you'll probably have a counter offer to consider after you've resigned from your current clinic. To achieve the best possible outcome for all parties concerned, so that's you, your current clinic, and depending on how far down the path you are, your future clinic or not, you need to plan ahead. So back to, do you want to stay? Staying is the easy way. Especially if or when your current clinic presents you with a counter offer. In your mind's eye, I want you to fast forward when considering whether you want to stay, and I want you to ask yourself Are you prepared to step into your challenge zone, that is, out of your comfort zone, and negotiate something better today without looking for another job? That's not the easy thing to do. That's why accepting the counter offer is easy, okay, further down the track. But some hearts get broken when you get to that point. So are you today willing to step out of your comfort zone and ask your current employer for something different? Do you feel brave enough that you'll be well received? That doesn't mean that your requests will be met, but that you won't be ridiculed or bullied simply because you asked. What will it take for you to stay? If they say no now and then make you a counter offer down the track, what will you do at that point? That's why I want you to fast forward where you are now, to when this might happen. Will you remember that your current employer, your current clinic, wasn't willing to negotiate with you until you resigned, until you kind of put them into a corner? So remember that because you'll need it. Because maybe, just maybe, you can negotiate with your current clinic terms that will make you want to stay. My recommendation is to do this, like start the negotiation where you are now before you start looking for another job. Don't wait until you've got a counter offer situation on the table. Righty, so let's say you've done all of that and you've, you weren't able to negotiate what you want or what you wanted on your list, you've gone out, you've found yourself a job, and here you are with a counter offer from your current employer on the table. What do you do? Firstly, you need to do the right thing for everyone involved. If you're working through a recruitment agency, you need to let them know. 
If you're not working through an agency, the courteous and polite thing to do is to let your new clinic know. Just like you've been giving your current clinic the opportunity to consider a counter offer, the one they've made for you, so too do you need to let the new clinic know what's happened. You're giving your current clinic the opportunity to respond. So likewise, the right thing to do is to let the new clinic know as well. It's a courtesy thing. The new clinic won't appreciate having their time wasted with you telling them you've accepted a counter offer that they knew nothing about. Because maybe, who knows, they would have given you another counter offer. When you have an employment, when you're using a recruitment agency, we can sometimes stop all this counter, 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 backwards, forwards stuff happening. Not always, but sometimes. That's another reason to use a recruitment agency. What you've done now by letting everybody know is you've given yourself some breathing space. And if you're working through a full service agency like VetStaff, hopefully you've talked it over with us and you're using us as a sounding board. If you've gone through one of the agencies that just sends out CVs to clinics on their database, then they won't be able to help you because they won't know how. Remember that list that you wrote up about why you're looking for a new job in the first place before you started looking for a new job. Before you started your job search, go back to that list. Has anything changed? Have any of the deal breaker items changed? If they haven't changed, but the promise has been to make a change back when you talk to your clinic, make sure that you get this in writing now, because if you are going to stay, you want things in writing. You want counter offer things in writing, because it's all too easy, especially when everybody is so busy, to put things on the back burner. And before you know it, everything is back to how it was in the first place. Usually... The original reasons that you thought about looking for another job are still around. They still exist. The clinic culture is still the same, unless somebody significant has left. The person that you're leaving, and I say the person, is because most people resign because of people. Your boss or the owner of the clinic or whoever it was that drove you crazy that you couldn't get along with, they are still that same person. And you've psyched yourself up to leave. And because of this, however long it's taken before you to think about actually leaving, your thinking is skewed to everything negative about your clinic. So that hasn't changed. Some stats, interesting stats from LinkedIn. 80%, according to LinkedIn, 80% of people who accept a counter offer. So that's where they are. They've stayed. They will have left that employer within six months. And 93% will have left within 18 months. 80% will be gone in six months. Let's assume that you want to consider the counter offer, that you're tempted to stay put. If that's the case, then I want you to ask yourself these six questions and you need to give yourself Honest answers. Why the counter offer now? Why did you have to get a better offer before the clinic that you're currently working at was prepared to up the ante? 
In most cases, the counteroffer presented to you isn't so much about you. If it was, they'd have recognized you long before you resigned. It's about making life easier for the person at the clinic, for the HR manager or the head vet or whoever it was, so they don't have to go down the recruitment path. So why, first question, why the counteroffer now? Make sure you know the answer to that. Don't fib to yourself. Because like I said, it's not about you, it'll be about them. The second question you need to ask yourself is, will this fix that? Whatever the main reason was that you started hunting for a job in the first, cla- in the first place, will this, whatever the counter offer or offers have been put on the table, will it fix that? Will money, will more money fix bad culture? Have you got the less after hours that you wanted or the shorter hours? Maybe you wanted to cut down to four days a week or three days a week or no weekends, whatever. And all they've done is given you, not all they've done, what they've done is given you more money, but your your main primary reason hasn't been addressed. So will this fix that? If not, and it won't always Is more money or fewer hours going to make it easier for you to continue working with the other issues that caused you to consider leaving in the first place? If you hadn't resigned, would you have received the additional money or the benefits or the fewer hours or the four-day week or be taken off the after-hours roster, whatever it is? Would you have received that if you hadn't resigned first? Why did it take quitting for you to get the recognition and or acknowledgement that you believe you deserve? Imagine you're applying to work at the clinic where you're working now and you know everything about what you do. Would you accept the job offer that you've just been offered as a counter offer? Why? Why not? To thine own self be true. Only you can answer these questions of yourself. The third question to ask yourself, at face value, is this clinic, the one where you are now, the best clinic for you? When presented with a counter offer, it's easy to talk yourself into staying because you'll start to weigh up the easies. You know, the team that you just love working with, it's easier to stay. The clinic culture, it's easier to stay. You know what it is. Better the devil you know than the one you don't. Everyone's idiosyncrasies, you know all of them. It means you don't have to learn new ones. It's easy to stay. You don't have to go through the new kid on the block nerves of settling in to a new job. Therefore, it's easier to stay put. But ask yourself... Is staying really the best thing for you right now? Do thine own self be true? Question number four. Is accepting the counter offer the best decision for your career in the long run? In many cases, accepting a counter offer isn't going to be good for your career long term. Why, you thinking? Why, Julie? Why not? Your loyalty has been brought into question. Your boss or the owner, the head vet, the lead nurse, whoever it is, isn't going to forget 
that you had one foot out of the door and was ready to jump. Neither are they going to forget that you've cost them more money. There's a bit of a resentment factor that could come into play here. Coupled with those who know at your current clinic that you've changed your mind, so too will the clinic that you've bailed on. Your name will have a question mark against it for trustworthiness at two clinics now. Is this what you want? So ask yourself, is accepting the counter offer the best decision for your career in the long run? The fifth question, how will your relationship with your co-workers changed? What will they think about you suddenly staying when you've said you're resigning, that you've got a new offer? Will they think that perhaps you've held management over a barrel? Will they be resentful? Will they see you as having been sold out or selling out, that you've been bought perhaps? So ask yourself what the relationship going forward with your co-workers will be like and can you live with that going forward? The last question to ask yourself, why are you leaving really? To thine own self be true. Why are you leaving? Why are you really leaving? Ideally, this is the question that you would have asked yourself before you even started looking elsewhere. Also, ideally, you're being 100% honest with yourself and with the management of the clinic where you are. If it's about the money, why didn't you consider asking for a pay raise without going through the whole palaver of looking for and being offered another job? I could have helped you with that. I'm not saying that every time a vet or a nurse comes to us asking for help with pay negotiations that we're successful, but we are successful in kicking off the conversation and opening the door. We're good at doing that. We make it easy for that conversation to start. As well as asking the questions of why you're leaving is also the flip side of that is what will it take for you to stay? Because some things won't change, regardless of how much money you earn. The boss is still the boss. The head vet is still the head vet. The boss's husband's wife, daughter, son, cousin, niece, nephew, all of the rallies is still the same relative, and that's not going to change. So whatever is driving you up the wall, whatever is having you think about leaving, is there any opportunity for change in that? Because if there's not, what will it take? Will earning more money make it easier for you to accept all of that? Maybe, maybe not. Only you know. But be honest with yourself, because if you're kidding yourself that money brings happiness and contentment, you're never going to be satisfied, because it doesn't. Yes, it does make things easier, maybe, to live with. But don't prostitute yourself, please. In summary, get clear on why you're considering a new job. If you like where you are, give your current clinic, please, the opportunity to at least meet you somewhere in the middle. If you're a good vet or a nurse and you match the culture and vice versa at the clinic, they'll want to keep you. They really will. Very few will give you a one-fingered salute and make it difficult. 
And if you if they do, is that where you want to be? So give them the opportunity ahead of you looking elsewhere because it's the right thing to do. And if that doesn't work and you do end up in a counter-office situation, then here are those six questions to ask yourself. Why the counter-offer now? Why wasn't it done way back when you asked them? Will earning you more money or whatever it is fix what's intrinsically and basically wrong? The reason you wanted to leave. At face value, is staying at your current clinic the best clinic for you? Is accepting the counter offer the best decision for your career in the long run? And how will your relationship with your co-workers change? Finally, why are you leaving? Really, 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 why are you leaving? Revisit your list. The one that you started before you thought about looking or when you thought about it's time to move on, it's time to get another job. What's going to change? Thank you for spending the last 21 or so minutes of your life with me. I appreciate it and I hope you found this helpful. If you've got any questions whatsoever about job offers, counter job offers, whatever it is, please sing out and or go to vetstaff.co.nz. This is Julie South signing off and inviting you to go out there and be the most fantabulous version of you you can be. Kia kaha, ka kiti anō, God bless. Paws, claws and wet noses is sponsored by Vet Staff. If you've never heard of Vet Staff, it's New Zealand's only full-service recruitment agency, 100% dedicated to the veterinary sector. Vet staff has been around since 2015 and works nationwide from Cape Reinga to the Bluff and everywhere in between. As well as helping Kiwis, vet staff also helps overseas qualified veterinarians find work in Aotearoa, New Zealand. vetstaff.co.nz